0: Hello and welcome to another episode of the Cryptid Ramblers podcast. It's Scott and across from me is Callum. Hello, how are we doing, mate? Oh right? very well. Yeah, you good? Very well. Yeah, very good. You're right? Yeah, mate. Yeah, bit, bit, bit of man. a roller coaster. A couple <laughs> yeah. of weeks for me,
1: hasn't it, Just? Yeah. yeah
0: but otherwise, um, yeah, back into it,
1: getting ready for it. Excellent. Yeah. Yeah, it's the same. Yeah, pretty much had. Yeah, you know, not quite the same roller coaster, but uh, yeah, had quite the uh, yeah had quite the week. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, been yeah been happy to have this as a bit of a distraction so uh yeah yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, well you've had it as a distraction i haven't even been able to you, really you haven't even it. yeah true yeah. <laughs> i'm kind yeah. of i'm on the fly here today guys because <laughs> i've made no notes at all um i won't go into it Ad-lib, yeah. yeah i won't go into it but it's no. just I had some circumstances come up and i just yeah. have not been able to really get those. into this one So, Callum will be... It's all on me, I'm afraid. Callum will be coming (laughs) with the knowledge. (laughs) Taking your ass to school, son. You're you're kicking ass and chewing bubblegum, yeah? Oh, yeah. And you're (laughs) all All out out of gum. gum. (laughs) <laughs> it's right there behind you, isn't it? <laughs> is it, yeah, yeah. it is, it yeah. is. <laughs> There's a, the, the, the Hellfire Creative guys uh, in the studio have got all these posters up for their favourite films and they live. He's right behind right me. Behind him, so. Seemed apt. In, Indeed. So before we do get into uh, today's episode, I'm a big shout out to our Patreons. So we've got James, Justin, and we've got our third Patreon, Monika. So, And I hope, I'm pronounc- I hope I'm pronouncing your name correctly, Monika. Yeah, so I, that's how I would say it, but yeah, I don't know. Hopefully <laughs> we yeah. got it right. Please correct us otherwise. Yes. Um, so thank you very much for uh, tuning in and supporting yeah. your favourite podcast, guys. It's been very, you. very much appreciated. Very much. Um, it gives yeah. us a reason to get out of bed. That, that it so, does. <laughs> on a Sunday morning. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Why else would we do
1: it? <laughs> Every two weeks.
0: <laughs> but also we've got, um, uh, not an announcement, but uh, a shout out to our merch store. Um, our merch store, Callum is yes. currently modelling the new merch. I am. He is wearing the shaved monkey t-shirt. Yeah, I am. <laughs> so a long Personal time favorite. A long time <laughs> listeners will know exactly what we're talking about there. Yes. Hopefully. Uh, well, hopefully, yeah. Yeah. Some might say it's was a, a Freudian slip up by myself. <laughs> some would say. <laughs> and it's led to merch. Yeah, so it has uh, indeed.
1: Long may it continue.
0: And I'm using. Uh, I'm using. I'm wearing. Should I say? <laughs> <laughs> our original merch with our logo you well. are indeed um, yeah. but i'm looking to get the uh the raging gorgon range <laughs> yes absolutely yeah <laughs> can't wait to go down the gym with that one yeah no, I, hopefully, hopefully turn some heads with that yeah, yeah hopefully ask some questions <laughs> yeah exactly yeah <laughs> so yeah guys you can go to the um the merch store and that's uh buy forward slash cryptid ramblers indeed it is go and check it out guys yeah. you've got some great stuff on there the quality is brilliant Yes, um, I can vouch for it. Yeah. I've, got, I've
1: got two stuff from them now, including our own. So Yeah, that's right, you've got the yeah. NAC merch as well, didn't you? yeah, yeah. Kentucky yeah. Goblins. Yeah.
0: Um, and speaking of NAC and the home of the Cryptid Ramblers as Absolutely. well. Absolutely. Um, it's Hellfire Creative, we're here. We are indeed. It's, it our is, new home. It is indeed. Th- it well, was quite a while ago, <laughs> it's so it's just, while. <laughs> it's just home now. It's just home. So <laughs> Hellfire uh, Creative is... Uh, is, uh, is the ones that sponsored us and they, they keep us keep the lights on for us. So they are Essex's first podcast, film and photography studio situated just 45 minutes from London. Hellfire Studio also offers full creative content creation. Visit hellfirecreative.com for more information on that. Um, but as a listener of the Cryptid Ramblers podcast, you can also take full advantage of a 20% off discount code. Now... You can get a discount code off of podcast, video and photography services. All you need to do is go to hellfirestudio.uk and use Cryptid at the checkout. That you do, yeah. And that's all that they need to do. That is it. That's simple. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> Indeed. So, you will all already know, as per the title of this episode Absolutely. and the thumbnail that we've posted. And that. <laughs> <laughs> that we're going to be looking, well, we have looked into the... Uh, Beast of Br'er Road or the Br'er Road Beast. That we have. All the way out in Wisconsin. Yes. Yeah, we have. Yeah. Mm. And it's um it's it's
1: been a, a fun one. Yeah. You know, that's for sure. It's it's um, you know, after the first two which were quite, you know, heavy going but, you know, really, really excellent, you know, to do. Um yeah, it's it's been nice to uh yeah, to, to jump back into one that's um yeah, a little bit, you know, a little bit fun. Mm. Um certainly got some Interesting content.
0: It does, doesn't it? Well, the thing is, I've I've known about the Beast of Bray Road for a number of years, Um, and uh, and and the author of the book, Linda Godfrey, she's she's a big big player in in the cryptid world. You know, she's really she's. I think she's done something like fifteen or sixteen, or maybe maybe even more Mm. books, yeah, on various different cryptids all across North America in particular, but around the world. Well, this was kind of the OG. You know wasn't it for her I think oh, yeah. she, she
1: kind of relaunched this and put it back into you know sort of pop culture but it also I think kind of helped to launch her as mm. a as an author because I think before that she was just a kind of relatively
0: low-key author for a local sort of newspaper wasn't well, she, it? So, yeah she was a small town reporter yeah um like lo- lo- local newspaper sort of stuff even in echo sort of stuff but yeah that's it I yeah. believe she got her spelling correctly so yeah, <laughs> yeah which does was, help <laughs> it does help yeah. when you're when you're in the media <laughs> yeah. it does help that you get those things correct but yeah so she was like a, a small town reporter that just she even got basically got gifted the story of like the first mm. encounter and then she just mm. put it out there um and it just seemed like it just seemed to steam steamroll all the way through the community yeah she for actually quite a number thought, of years i'm supposed to jump jumping ahead a little bit but she actually thought that she was going to be
1: putting it to bed, as it were, like her book and her article was going to be sort of, put, put, you know, putting a, a thumbnail in it and being like, right, that's it, now it's done. Yeah, this is what I've shown.
0: You no, know, there's well, no need to kind of go on about it. Well, but she that didn't even get round to the book until what 2003. And uh yes, yeah. yeah so, so the article as well. Yeah. Um, which which obviously
1: came first? And yeah, she was hoping it would kind of put a, a sort of a t- attack in it, and and that would be it. But mm. it actually had the complete opposite effect. People kind of fed off of it and ran with it and. Yeah, and then all these, other, then know, all these other stories and sightings, encounters and everything sort of came about. And not just from, you know, Wisconsin, but from
0: neighbouring, you know, states as well. Yeah. Yeah. More um, importantly, it seems like <coughs> it's all happens seems to have happened in uh Woolworth County, which is where for the most part, yeah. Elkhorn is. Yes, that's right, um, yeah. And Bray Road is just yeah. outside of that. Mm-hmm. Um and yeah, it seems like it all this stuff over the past. When was the first sighting? Really, like the first. So the
1: first one official. Well, this is kind of under contention, really. From what I can find, the general consensus seems to be that the first reported sighting took place in 1936, mm. which I'll come on to shortly. Yeah. Um, but I've since also read a lot of um, a lot of articles that seem to suggest that the, the the area has been haunted by this beast since the sort of late 1800s. Yeah. But I can't. I couldn't really find enough to kind of help corroborate that. Um, but okay. there was a lot of there's a lot of theory sort of to it, and it kind of stems from um, Native American um, folklore. Yeah, again, it links in with the idea of the skinwalker and everything yes, else like that. Basically, it? Yeah. yeah, yeah. But I couldn't really find anything, you know, like with the skinwalker, there wasn't like a story from the Native American culture to kind of help support the mm. the claim that it's been going on since as far back as I think it was like 1880 or something, if I, if I remember no. rightly, 1888, something. So, for, yeah, quite some time before this, you know, first reported sighting. Mm. Um, but, yeah, otherwise, you know, mid-1930s seems
0: to be when it all you know sort of probably yeah, I, I don't sort know of what kicked the, off. I don't know what the tribe is that would no. usually be um, in that area of Wisconsin, but the Navajo are they're much further south yeah aren't they you know mm-hmm. being around skinwalker ranch and, and such yeah um so and it seems like the skinwalker itself is predominantly navajo exclusive yes legend as yeah, well doesn't it? yeah yeah i guess so
1: um but yeah so well, i'll, I'll sort of we'll go back to the beginning yeah yeah it's, it's always <laughs> um, a good place to start which is always a good place to start <laughs> <laughs> um so for those that don't know, the Beast of Bray Road or the Bray Road Beast or even the Wisconsin werewolf is a supposed uh, humanoid wolf-like creature. Um, it has reportedly been seen in or near the rural community of Elkhorn, Wolf County, Wisconsin. Um, the name comes from the uh, farm slash country road where the creature was first sighted. Um, it gained a little bit more popularity in the 80s and 90s when a, a local reporter, as we've mentioned, Linda Godfrey, uh, was assigned to write an article um, noting the witnesses' encounters. She went in as a complete sceptic, um, you know, just wanted to be kind of the lead reporter on a, on a story um, and that was really kind of her own interest, her own personal gain, um, but came out, you know, quite a firm believer following the sincerity sincerity, sorry, of their accounts um she you know kind of just got the you know the feeling um you know quite soon into talking to these people that they were genuine, you know that she could as they were retelling their encounter, whether it would be a sighting or whatever um you know she, she said that uh, you know some of them would go you know white as a ghost, the colour would you know drain from them, you know some of them would start crying. In in
0: some, recalling those memories re,
1: as they were recalling it it was mm. like they were reliving it as they were doing so um and yeah and, and that's why she was like well look, I, I have, I've not had my own personal experience mm. but she almost like she almost felt as though she had from you know talking to these other people um uh, and so yeah so she wrote a number of um articles um you know around that time um, and then, obviously, following that, there was the book a lot later, um, "The Beast of Bray Road," tailing Wisconsin's werewolf. Um, which I've uh, like the 200 other books that we've that we've <laughs> yeah. referenced. It's uh, it's been added to my uh, Amazon basket, <laughs> yeah. which is where it'll probably firmly stay for quite some time. <laughs> I was gonna
0: say your basket's pretty quick, yeah, pretty
1: big in it. Yeah, it is. Yeah, oh, big. <laughs> <laughs> You'll be glad to hear
0: that, Justin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly.
1: Um, now, as we briefly mentioned in our last episode, um, it is similar to uh, the Dogman from the neighbouring state of Michigan. Like the Dogman, the Beast of Bray Road is described as being between six to seven feet tall um, with a humanoid-style body. It is covered in fur or hair um, and has a head resembling that of either a bear or a wolf. Um, German Although Shepherd German Shepherd up. came up quite a lot mm. when we actually um, researched this uh, specifically. That seemed to be a lot of the uh, same reference that a lot of the witnesses used. Mm. Um, and yeah, when you look at a lot of the depictions and stuff, it does have that characteristic well, yeah. kind of shout and snuff.
0: Yeah, yeah, they very much have a very similar mm. structure to, to yeah. Wild Wolves anyway. Yeah, they? So.
1: yeah so I get wh- where that um, sort of came from um it's mostly reported to move on its uh, two hind legs um but also of course all four um at some point which uh, has cropped up in a couple of um a couple of the encounters that I've I've made notes of mm. um one of which is uh, as we've already referenced the uh, the first reported sighting um which took place back in 1936 <clears throat> um a gentleman by the name of uh, Mark Shackleman, um, arrived at Saint Coletta School for Exceptional Children. Um, oh yeah, which yeah, yeah, it's definitely like the Wisconsin, was it Xavier School for the Gifted or something? <laughs> yeah, <I> see, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Miss Peregrine School for uh, Peculiar Children. Yeah, that's the like one. Yeah, <laughs> um, it was a little, a little before midnight that he uh, arrived for his uh, shift. He was a night watchman, um, and so he would patrol the grounds every night. Uh, the school was located within the grounds of an old convent um it also included masses of open fields that were preserved um for native american burial grounds uh, and they were clearly kind of marked out mm. you know they sort of the uh it looked like sort of stones marking out the sort of the around the particular you know area and there was a couple you know sort of quite mm. close together which is where this um where this experience actually uh takes place um so that night, uh, Mark was crossing these fields um, when he saw a shadow moving up ahead. He squinted to see what it was. Um, he did carry a, a torch, um, but hadn't used it at this point, so he was just relying on, on his own eyesight. Mm. Um, wh- when he looked, he saw a, a hunched form on all fours digging into one of the, the mounds. Right. Um with the way it was digging, um, you could be forgiven for thinking it was a dog. But even from that distance that he was, he could tell that it was much larger. Mm. Um, suddenly, the creature looked at Mark, stood up. Um, it, he said it stood at over you know six feet tall, with a muscular torso covered in fur. Its face was that of a canine, and a low growl echoed across the field. Um, and he could also smell uh, rotting meat. Um, Mark took a step back, um, uh, and then it really aggressively, uh, turned around and ran off into the surrounding woods. Mm. Um, remarkably, <laughs> Mark went back the next night, <laughs> uh, and he patrolled, <laughs> he patrolled the grounds again. Uh, and when he came to the same field, um, there again was the same creature, uh, digging at the same mound. Um this time he gripped his uh flashlight and pointed it at the creature. Again it stood up, looking directly at Mark, um but this time it opened its mouth. At this point he noticed the long fangs hanging down, you know, from its mouth either side. The creature growled at him and apparently it, its speech was half human and half creature. They did in the documentary, I don't know if you remember, they did play a sort of a sound bite to kind of Help suggest kind of what it sounded like. Yeah. I'm not going to do an impression, but if you, no. if you imagine a dog growling and then trying to talk, what was the within
0: word? What's the word?
1: Gerada, Go- G- G- Gadara, Gadara, Gadara. Gadara. Oh. Yeah, which is a, which is a, a biblical, a biblical town, Gar- wasn't it? It wasn't Geruda, was it? G- G- Gar- it was even something like that. Gerada. It was a biblical term. Yeah. though, wasn't it? It was a biblical term that it that it said kind of over and over again, and it was kind of like a, a lowly growl as it mm. said, this word sort of under the, yeah, under the sort of the noise that it was making. Um, uh, and again, it didn't hang around for long. Um, the creature turned and ran back into the the woods.
0: Um, this gone. is the interesting thing. I don't want to get too ahead of the game. But this is the interesting <laughs> thing. It seems to, to run away. Yes. It seems to want to run away rather than <clears throat> attack Yeah, or anything well, like that. Like, yeah, you get. It's not there to
1: attack. It's there, essentially, minding its own business. Well, it's sort of like
0: like when you come across like a mountain lion or something like that. Yeah. Like you come across a mountain lion on the trail, and it's going. for It's going you. for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like it, like you're backing up. You're backing, you I've seen them, so many yeah. videos of that of people shitting themselves because they got this mountain lion coming towards And them. It's after him. Yeah, yeah, and it's not backing down. No, and no. I mean, that's cats in general. That's just yeah. that's just cats. It's bastards. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're we're kind of on the same wavelength with that. We're getting off the fence on that. Pets of Satan. Yeah, C- cats are bastards. <laughs> Sorry, all the, uh, all the cat lovers out there. Yeah. All the cat lovers out there. But um, yeah, I grew up with with quite a large tomcat and he was a bastard. <laughs> he was a bastard. He was he was so big. He used to go and sit on the um the playground opposite. Like mm. we lived opposite a school. Mm. Holy family in uh in Benfleet. Oh okay. Yeah. And um. You could see him out of the window. He'd sit right in the middle, and he'd wait for foxes to come out. And he'd just sit there, wait for the fox to come near, and he'd go for it. Oh, what, what cats? Like, like go for foxes. Well, he, was, he was that big, didn't he used to wear, like, DMs, and he had
1: tattoos as well. He? <laughs> <laughs> he used to wear a little string vest. and <laughs>
0: Yeah, he was an odd bastard. Right. <laughs> <laughs> go, out, go out there and beat up the mods. If
1: he wasn't covered in fur, he'd
0: have a skinhead. <laughs> <laughs> <You> would, <yeah. laughs>
1: yeah but um but no you're right they would typically you know move away run off you know they wouldn't look to you know interact or you know anything like that really which was you know similar to the accounts of you know the dog man on a lot of the sightings where someone you know either got up close or you know very rarely were they you know sort of aggressive they might have defended territory uh you know by sort of showing their strength in in some you know way but yeah. Otherwise they weren't looking to um yeah, attack humans. They're there for a purpose. They're there, you know, sort of minding their own business, and that's what they were sort of looking to looking to do really. Um Now, interestingly, Mark never saw that creature again, but obviously continued to patrol the the grounds. Um but the the experience obviously stayed with him um for years. Um now interestingly this I think this came to light after Linda did her article because Mm. the son or daughter of Mark got in touch with her and said I've just read your article Mm. and it sounds you know freakishly similar to you know what my dad experienced 30 40 years you know prior and so that's how this I think then came to light was off the back of that gotcha because they thought they were probably you know like the only ones to you know experience it but yeah, in actual fact, would. they weren't, you know, well, yeah. once this article came out. So,
0: you know, thankfully she did that because then, you know, well, now even, we know about even it. Even today, I mean, uh, people are reluctant to come forward with their stories of, of various cryptids and whatnot. With yeah, of course. The, the even with, like, the, well, the anonymity that you get with the internet. I mean, yeah. I'm, I'm actually, at the moment, in a bit of a, a Facebook spat with someone because... Oh, right. On, on one of the cryptid pages because it just seems like... <laughs> what are you on the cryptid page for if you're really calling people for their stories you know what i mean yeah it's like yeah the stories might be real they might not be real mm. just leave it at that yeah like what's why what do you gain from discounting someone's experience you know you weren't well, it's, there you it's didn't a full-on attack to be honest it's just mm. like there's no need for it no you know maybe their their experience is genuine
1: yeah, why be on that sort of page if you're going to be that closed-minded? It seems counterproductive, Yeah, doesn't it, really? It does, yeah. And but that's
0: coming from someone like me. <laughs> <laughs> You've opened up your mind a lot in the past 18 months. I'm very yeah, surprised at it. Not just, but yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's just like, I just don't understand it. It's yeah. Like even, even in this day and age, mm. people are still unlikely to come forward with their stories. So back then, before the internet, before that anonymity, mm. it's definitely not going to, they're definitely not going to come.
1: You're not going to unless you've got you know real good reason, mm. um, and you know and that's why I think you know as, aside from you know the criteria and the the circumstances, I think mm. that's why a lot of these you know should really be taken on their merit, you know unless you know unless proven otherwise, um, because I mean that's all we've got.
0: Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> well, yeah, you, uh, you know I was saying um up at last episode or a couple of episodes uh, ago, you in it seems like people are having existential experiences with when they come across these cryptids and whatnot mm. you can't quantify that you can't no scientifically test it to the degree that most so people extent, would necessarily yeah. think however yeah there, there is a way that they've been able to quantify spirituality for instance um yeah. but that's that's that book that i keep mentioning yeah. uh, the awakened brain seriously go mm. and read it guys uh phenomenal um incredible findings i
1: think i've added it to a audible yeah i think yeah download but it, it was mate. like 19
0: hours or something yeah something like that so i've not made oh, <laughs> <haven't> honestly <laughs> honestly it's so worthwhile because i've i've coming toward the end of it mm. and she details all of her findings mm. and they've got actual print-offs of mri scans of oh, wow. um three generations of data basically wow okay so their findings are incredible go check it out mm. guys Honestly. Yeah,
1: no, definitely no. Well, I, I, I definitely will. Or Lisa um,
0: Miller, Lisa Miller, at
1: some point, <laughs> Um Yeah, I mean, just off the back of that, just quickly, one of the things that was quite apparent in 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 these experiences, and also the, you know the Dogman ones, similar to the Trolls episode as well, which is what I kind of harken back to, mm. was the emotional, um, the the sort of the emotional response that a lot of these people had, you know, to what they saw. It wasn't necessarily like fear or i suppose it was fear but not in the sense that you know they were being threatened or that they were going to come to any harm it was more so that initial fear of you know what the hell is that but mm-hmm. then it was more so a case of like the, the creature was giving them a message or trying to impart a warning
0: on them or something yeah. like that you know like don't the, you talk know, about this or i'll find i yeah. could i could jump on your car rip your car apart and get you I could rip your head off but i'm um, not going to yeah. just take this as a warning you
1: mm. know I'm gonna go my way you go yours and you know we'll all be okay don't do anything
0: stupid I and I won't sort of thing mm. it's like you the know. real hard nut looking at you from across the room catching your eye and you're going oh, okay all yeah. right yeah <laughs> yeah <the> mes- <laughs> got the message I will pipe <laughs> down loud and clear square <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah exactly yeah, yeah, isn't it's it? That,
1: it was that kind of thing and that was um something that I thought was interesting um on both this and the, the dog man mm. it's um, a language without words yeah, exactly. It's mm. like they both, whether it was telepathic, whether it was just the energy, whether it was uh, just clearly an emotion that was being transferred, mm. whatever it was, they were all more or less experiencing the same thing. And it was just like, look, I'm not here to hurt you. You're you're of no interest to me. But don't do anything daft, and I'll just go about my business. You know, it was that kind of mm. sort of, and that that seemed to be a running theme in a lot of these um, that I, I thought was quite I mean, interesting, which they, also linked back to. What the same experiences of the the trolls? Yeah, um, that we covered. They the road know, troll the, wasn't it? The road trolls, yeah,
0: mm. yeah. There's yeah, some, the road trolls uh, specifically, yeah. Well, if that is the case, if that if this cryptid is having that thought process, you'd rather mm. that than can I eat it? <laughs> yeah. which is what bears do. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Bears just look at you, okay. think, can I eat that? Yeah, I reckon I'll, I, could. I'll give it a I go. could take it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Push comes nope. to shove, I reckon I could. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Um, but so, uh, just to um, yeah, finish finish that bit. I guess um, yeah. Go for it. Lin- one of the findings that that Linda had, or one of her beliefs, um, was that some of the witnesses um, she believed were seeing a physical creature, like they were actually seeing a physical bipedal dog man you know sort of on their land or or, you know the side of the road wherever it may be Mm. but then others were actually seeing a phantom or you know uh, a supernatural entity something that took that form um Mm. whether it was a way of trickery whether it was to disguise its actual form or you know but that was she seems to be kind of very multifaceted torn
0: yeah isn't it is this Mm. that's something that because i watched the the same documentary um, yes yeah the, the uh, Bray Road Beast that's which it yeah. is it's done by
1: the uh, small town monsters uh, right. guys yeah yeah it,
0: I think I've got a kickstarter going
1: at the moment for other documentaries
0: that they're looking to do they um, uh, yeah. yeah. have yeah they're very good they're very, very well yeah. put together very mm. um, well shot yes um, there's some interesting animations yeah um, <laughs> yeah <laughs> there's yeah. one where he's running alongside the car do you think Use your front paws and all <laughs> yeah it's <that's laughs> like, it, yeah. like he's running yeah. like you say bolt there yeah, that's it, <laughs> but, yeah. but otherwise uh, that, no, that would good. be my only sort of criticism of it because mm. very very well put together very well structured yeah and gives a lot of information i mean I, I, I what i could do i could watch through it at the very least oh
1: i could sit and watch it and it wasn't you know painful to watch or it was actually really good i mean the. Mm. I suppose the nice thing was for me, as you know, just a bit of confirmation was that it, it didn't kind of throw up anything that I didn't already know. So mm. it was just kind of, you know, actually watching it confirming that, but also hearing some of it from the horse's mouth, as it were. So obviously Linda Godfrey's featured quite heavily in it, yeah. and a couple of the initial, um, uh, you know, I was going to say characters, <laughs> the <laughs> initial, uh, the initial people that that were involved in her article yeah. and, and what, and the witnesses and that they actually. You know, some of them actually came forward, like, like the, the Bray family, for example. Actually, like the you know. uh, the government official.
0: Um, oh, yeah, the, the animal of, control guy. Yeah, yeah, who had a a, a Millennium folder. Yeah, labeled werewolf. Yeah, actually, <laughs> Just, yeah, that's a, that's a
1: city official. Yeah, <laughs> you know, that's, and that's, and that's why Linda said, like, if someone a city official does that, yeah, you, it's, you take notice. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, oh, indeed. So, um, yeah, so oh, we might need some uh, old school journalists like Linda Godfrey today. We, Look at the city well officials do, yeah. do something you yeah. take notice of it yeah. and you let everyone know bring yeah bring that back
1: yeah, <laughs> yeah. just saying just saying just yeah, saying exactly um I, I know we touched on it a little earlier but um you know again there's no real um etymology uh, to this one <laughs> um the name kind of suggests exactly what it is um it's a beast found on Bray Road <laughs> there we go <laughs> and that's you know thanks for clearing that exactly. up exactly just in case anyone was confused at that it just <laughs> just wanted to clarify for you i
0: wanted to know what the natives called it (laughs) i expect more from you
1: there's no chance chance i'm going to pronounce that that's for sure (laughs) um i I guess we've kind of um covered it but just a, a a quick sort of overview i guess so it was in december of 91 that linda published the first ever article in the, uh, the local newspaper with her witness statements and her own theory and whatnot. Um, about a week or so later, she received um, a communication from uh, Steve Cook, who was the DJ over at WTCM from Traverse City, Michigan, basically saying, I've just read your article. I think we've got the same thing over here, but we're calling it Dogman." And so that, and so they, oh, that's yeah. how their gotcha. kind of interaction um, uh, sort of started. Um, And Linda basically coined the name Beast of Bray Road when thinking of a title for the article um, because they were going with, you know, werewolf. Mm. Um, uh, I think that was pretty much the main thing they were going for, werewolf. But because of the descriptions, it didn't quite match up to
0: what everyone believed a... Well, she, werewolf was well, it's like, like what you were saying though she was when she first went into it she was a skeptic so yes technically really when she first wrote that mm. that um because she thought she was going to solve it and but that, so she, refused to, yeah. she refused to call it a werewolf for yeah. for the sensationalism of it yeah right? exactly You're yeah. just like no this is just a you know this is just an odd coyote or an odd mm. wolf or something like that that's in the area yeah. that we need to you know put to bed yeah, exactly. And so that's why yeah. she re- like she refused to use werewolf or dogman yeah. and just went with beast because beast yeah. could be um of this world. Well it was particular. something
1: that it was something that was catchy but she also thought it was nondescript and vague enough that it could cover anything. Mm. So as you said so if it was if it was a bear, a wolf, a coyote or whatever then the word beast could kind of be a blanket for all of those so if it did get proven to be one or the other Mm. she'd be like well I said it was a beast and that's what it was so she deliberately went with something fairly nondescript and and also she felt that the descriptions and witness statements given didn't match that of what she believed a traditional werewolf to be but there was also as you say the sensationalism of it and she didn't want to get kind of dragged into that sort of part of it although I guess indirectly, she has been now. Yeah, yeah, she has. <laughs> but at the time when she was a skeptic, or more so skeptic, that was kind of her intention. Mm. Like, yeah, which I get. It, it's ma- it makes a right perfect in, sense, doesn't it? So it is reeled her right in. Yes, like yeah, all of this yeah. does. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, now I've got. Um, I mean, you should recognise <clears> this because I think it came from the. Uh, documentary mm. um but as recent as 2016 2017 a retired teacher um bought farmland along bray road um knowing of the the sort of the the legend uh it was actually a while before he had his own you know experience i guess being an academic and you of thought oh, it's just all local mm. tales I, you know i don't really sort of believe so it's actually quite a while before he started noticing stuff um and lee hample was it it was Lee Hample indeed. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Um, over the the coming years, he would set up cameras, um, at his property to see if he could capture whatever it was he thought he was, you know, kind of seeing. Um, and his but his own experiences at this point, um, had been just seeing pairs of red eyes ac- across the land. Mm. You know, so he'd be sort of on his porch or w- at one of his buildings, he'd look out. And normally in the in the brush in the distance you would just see, yeah, a pair of sort of glowing red eyes kind of looking back at him. And that was the, the main um the main sort of extent of his experiences. But and so he I think in a way to deliberately capture it, he was taking roadkill from outside his property mm. and putting it in certain locations around around the farm. Baiting it. Um and yeah, baiting it. Mm. And he would put it in, like he would dig, it wasn't a trap per se in terms of trying to capture it, but he would sort of dig a hole, put the roadkill in said hole and then set up a trial camera, you know, sort of nearby. Now, initially he wasn't picking up anything, but the roadkill, you know, the animal would be, I think he said sometimes 10 to 15 feet out of the hole and, and, and away from it. Mm. Um, but it would also have its abdomen or, or its um, stomach cut from its chin down to I suppose it's where if they have belly buttons, but that that kind yeah. Yeah, so from chin to belly button, that kind <laughs> yeah. of that but, kind of way, but straight down, and the entrails would be taken out and then left beside it in a kind of neatly arranged, you know, pile, um, almost like
0: an animal mutilation,
1: almost like an animal mutilation, absolutely. Mm. Um, and he said this happened with different, because you know obviously he, different roadkill was you know kind of thrown up. It's not like he went yeah. out and hunted these animals to use as bait. They were turning up on his property. So it would be, you know, I think, he, uh, I can't remember what he said it would be now, what the types of um Well, he had types uh, of animals, but it would. Raccoons. That was it. Raccoons and deers, I think, were two that he badgers used. Badgers as well and, that he uh, used. Yeah, badgers, that was it. All roadkill. It wasn't stuff that yeah. he went out and. No, he, he made shot. it clear that he didn't hunt any of it. It was quite literally roadkill outside of his uh, property that he would use. Um, and then, yeah, and you'd start to find these. Um, yeah, these these animals would be removed from the, the, the holes, seemingly undetected. But then it was almost ritualistic, you know, in terms of what he would then find. And it would be some 10, 15 feet, you know, away. He said the grass would be, you know, trampled. There'd be no sort of prints in the mud or the soil. It was like somehow it just got picked up and, you know, dropped, dropped 10, 15 feet
0: away. But it would be completely disemboweled. Um, and now when, when they say about the ritualistic side of it, it's... That's something that crops up as a as a possible theory mm. for in in the documentary by like mm. some of the city officials. They believe that like teenagers mucking around with ritualistic magic and and well, all that, that was the, that
1: was one of the guy's theories, wasn't yeah. it? At first, he thought it was just yeah kids, but then he but then he was it Lee himself that thought it because then he kind of debunked his whoever it was debunked their own theory when they sort of said that but, but you know but there aren't tracks leading you know yeah. to and from know where he left the animals whether it be human or, or otherwise so he was quick to kind of debunk that mm. and that, we can't sort of theory we can't
0: levitate so well no exactly there go right yeah. There. yeah or can we i need to get some sound bites <laughs> I know, yeah we need to start using that machine don't we um
1: so yeah so he'd set up these these cameras and for a while he wouldn't kind of Bring anything up, but then he started to examine, you know, the the footage um, in in certain areas, and he noticed that it actually looked quite sort of paranormal, um, in the sense that the camera wouldn't pick up anything physical moving. But around the time after he laid the the bait. Uh, and just before the bait was moved, although you don't see it move on the camera, you would see, I guess, what can only be described as a mist. A thick mist a as thick well. A thick mist, not even like a fog or a, a smog or a, a really
0: dense. And it's like, um, it's not like it just completely covers the land. It's localised to that. Just that area, because you can that see bit. off in the background and it's clear. clear as day and
1: depending on the angle. But I know on one in particular to the right of the shot clear as day you could see the green grass mm. you could see everything up ahead and the the brush and whatever but this localized area as you say on the i think it was on the left hand side of this particular shot it was just a thick you know mist i guess for anyone who's seen the film mist
0: the mist yeah when it
1: kind of encapsulates the town and you, you can't see in front of your own you it's know sort of thick. nose it was that thick um and it comes out of nowhere it, it sort of comes into shot you know, it kind of swells and sort of moves around and then it, it sort of dissipates um, and, you know, moves out of shot. And then not long after that, based on the time stamp, is then when um, he would notice that the animal had been, you know, sort of moved and then, you know, disemboweled. And it's not like it was done necessarily for eating because, like I say, they'd, just, they'd be sitting in a little pile mm. on the floor
0: next to it. So it was deliberate, yeah. and if it was like for so, whatever reason, yeah, if, yeah. Any, if it was an animal that was picking these things up, then there would be chunks taken out of it of like the the thighs, um yeah. the, the 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 meaty parts, the muscled parts of mm. of these animals, and yeah. the deer's, you know, the tongues would be taken out, the cheeks would be gone, yeah, hides and everything. So, but none of this is happening. That's no, what, that's uh, what that sets this apart yeah. from just finding a carcass. Yeah, that these these are animal mutilations because. Mm. It's not being
1: eaten. No. It's almost like it's been done for sport, but it's, it's been done for a reason, isn't it? It's been... Mm. Whatever that reason may be. Whatever that may be, yeah. Um, now, what um, Lee actually says in the documentary kind of fits in with my um, Bigfoot theory, but he he believes that it, whatever it is travels between dimensions, mm. which is basically what that mist, like, fog was. Um, and because that's the only way he can... Sort of explain how it gets onto his land undetected, does all this to the animals, and then disappears undetected. Mm. Uh, I mean, I know we've picked up like the, you know, the, sm- uh, the 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 fog, the mist, or whatever. But is that quite literally a smokescreen
0: for whatever is coming through? It, yeah, it's a it's yeah. a strong possibility. Yeah, it really is. I mean, the the, the idea that paranormal activity comes hand in hand or, or paranormal activity high strangeness mm. high strangeness comes hand in hand with localized mist or fog mm. and when i mean localized i mean literally like within to a section like, like a 20 yeah. f- 20 meter square yeah sort of thing that that localized mm. it's it goes hand in hand it, it's it does. like there are so many accounts of like this weird cloud of mist that just moves yeah. into and it in some cases there's stories of this mist following people or almost like it's it's chasing them. Yeah. Sort of thing. And it, it it's like a I don't even know what to make of it. I don't even oh, I don't, know what no. to even how to begin to even process seeing something like that. I mean yeah. we get some really nice autumn mornings, mm. right? Where you see the the the, the fog like, mm. really low on the ground, with yeah. in the grass on the fields and it's beautiful. Right. Yeah. But I can't I suppose it would be like the it be like lost. With that black... That black... The black yeah, cloud. That chased you through the jungle and stuff, yeah. yeah. I can't even comprehend something like that.
1: No. No, but it's, it's, it's believed to have, you know, sort of happened. And mm. it's, it's come up on his images. and it's a, He's it's got a, footage to show it.
0: It's yeah. very, very well docu- documented uh, phenomena as well. Yes. yeah. This, this rolling mist mm. that seems to have lights in it or creatures come out of it yeah. or creatures go into it mm. and then the mist dissipates and yeah. gone
1: think thing is doesn't it sometimes have a current like an electrical yes sort of current to yeah. it yeah yeah there's a like, like
0: lightning is happening within it there's sort of a strong the yeah there's a, in fact mm. yeah you're right there's a strong connection with these uh mist clouds and ball lightning mm. ball lightning is a very very strange phenomena and mm. i haven't actually seen it in person but i've seen videos of it and you're like that can't possibly be real <laughs> yeah. it's like an orb of of mm. lights yeah that's just moving and seemingly intelligently Mm. as well like it's not just like going in one direction nice and slowly it's like it's moving it's turning left right it's it's strafing or it's going up and down and and whatnot it's it's
1: got a direction and a a sort of a purpose to it as it as it travels yeah it doesn't
0: move quickly like quite as quickly as um like orbs or anything like that you know that you see in like the paranormal documentaries and stuff like that it's not quite like orbs, where it's a bit more all scattered and it's got a bit more of a sort of
1: uh how do you explain it um pattern i guess a direction yeah. it's just got a bit more of a bit direction of a direct, to it like yeah. it's
0: going to somewhere or doing it you know, following, it's not it just might all, all over something like, yeah it might be following something in the ground like a power like a power line like a, like a lay line yeah yeah not like a, a power cable or anything like that yeah but, yeah but yeah it, ball lightning is a very very strange phenomenon, and it, it crops up in this sort of stuff mm. all yeah, it does the time. yeah
1: yeah these are the things where you, you tend to sort of find it as a as part of the phenomena as part mm. of what is you know kind of happening in these um sort of locations but um another sort of um another sort of pattern with these sightings uh, of, of the beast is that they also link up with locations of indian burial grounds mm. um, around the local area um and uh pe- to the point where people believe that it's a manifestation of a uh water spirit um or uh sort of a indian water god mm. um who is a guardian of um gateways to the underworld uh, oh. and 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 they believe that the the dogman and the the beast of bray road are one of the same it's basically the same creature just traveling between the states well, that
0: interdimensional that instantly makes me think of um the ancient egyptian god anubis the god of the underworld hmm straight away and it's yeah. got the head of the it's head a of a jackal. Yeah. It's a dog man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Isn't it? Yeah. And that's like that yeah, yeah. separates those two cultures at the very least thousands of years mm. and thousands of miles C- different continents the whole yeah. the whole lot. Absolutely, yeah. So that was something that I thought was quite interesting. At least
1: that didn't come up in the documentary I'm pretty sure but this it was a, a kind of um it was a, a sort of a comment made at the bottom of an article where it sort of detailed a lot of um uh, sightings mm. which were pretty much either here or there really I've made a note of one of them but a lot of yeah. them are pretty much the same someone lives on a farm or you know they see something in weird a property and... with a lot of land yeah they're out on their porch they're out on their back deck they look out and they see something crouching mm. or you know see eyes or something running you know it was all fairly kind of um copy and paste sort of uh you know stories but you know you're living in that you know sort of area and you know i suppose that's what's gonna that's what's gonna happen i suppose um now we, we've we've sort of mentioned it i suppose we've already covered this bit really but um mm. yeah basically the the bray road beast as 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 we've said was a documentary by small town monsters um which is available on amazon prime to us yeah. in the uk um which is where we watched it um and the thing that I actually liked, which again, it's a different um sort of mythology, but it, it starts with the story of um, Lycian is it Lycian? Lycian? Um Lycian, yeah. Who's uh, cursed by Zeus for killing his youngest son, um, and he's sent to Earth to forever roam as a Lycan, which we now know is mm. basically a werewolf. Yeah. Um It's where the 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 word throws well, derives yeah, from it comes from his hymn, yeah. Yeah. So he was um, banished. I know it's not Egyptian, which I know you just alluded to, but it's a similar kind of mythology very, gods and it's Mediterranean whatever. at the very yeah, least. Yeah. So yeah. And I thought, yeah, I quite uh, I quite like that. But um
0: and certainly at one point, sorry to butt it, but no, go certainly ahead, go ahead. at one point all these all those Mediterranean cultures were linked. They were no, I'm sure they essentially yeah. one culture. Mm. Um there's far too many similarities from these different peoples of yeah. the mediterranean to, yeah. to to believe that they weren't all, be coincidence or yeah. oh yeah, yeah. it's just, there's yeah. too many yeah um but i do like the fact that zeus is doing what he's doing here mm. you know taking a taking a break from all the raping yeah and all that so <laughs> yeah, exactly to come yeah. down and curse the Killing his son. Kill, killing his son and serving, serving the fair. meat. Yeah, I yeah. guess which is fair. Yeah, it? so, you know, silver lining to all gods. <laughs> yeah, you know? exactly. At least, you know, he could take a break from the raping to come and smite someone for being naughty. Yeah, exactly, so yeah, absolutely. Well <laughs> done, Zeus. <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah. Kudos <laughs> for that one. Yeah. Um,
1: now, what I thought was um, sort of interesting, and I think it um, kind of adds a bit of, um, you know, credence to the fact that there is a lot of high strangeness and... Um, yeah, I guess just just high strangeness in general is that he's, Wisconsin also has um stories of elves, um Bigfoot sightings, UFOs and plenty of paranormal sightings as well, mm. which kind of all adds to the
0: yeah, the yeah. high strangeness of, yeah, of what people see and experience and there was also the uh, the Slender Man stabbing yeah, so I was just just gonna say that. Oh, oh. <laughs> we like two minds. <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: yeah, the Slenderman uh, stabbings happened only 30 miles from Elkhorn in uh, Wisconsin. Um, uh, what have I written here? Let, uh, oh, and uh, yeah, there was um, a, again, just following off of the, the uh, ritualistic mm. um uh, sort of element that we've discussed about these. Um, is that uh, I didn't write too much more on it, but basically, it was uh, one guy um, got lured to a Milwaukee apartment where he was um, stabbed over three hundred times um, in that same summer um, as the Slenderman um, killings, and that was believed to be a satanic ritual based on the location of the stab wounds, which, when there's over three hundred, is got to be pretty much everywhere <laughs> if you can count it. 300 individual ones yeah <laughs> then that's pretty much got to be everywhere well, they're going to hit isn't some it, marks aren't really? they yeah. yeah yeah exactly um for enough so, of some of it's going to stick yeah exactly um so i thought that was quite uh quite interesting wow. it's not just you know this beast that they've got to lay claim to mm. they've got a whole host of other sort of cryptids um we've gone over a lot of them or we've gone over the main two Bigfoot and, and elves sort of before, so I didn't want to kind of go into that too much and yeah, yeah no doubt course. regurgitate a lot of it. But I thought just for kind of credence and credibility, if nothing else, then it just kind of explains that, look, there's more than just this going on. It's not just like a load of country bumpkins trying to, you know, bring tourism to their, you know, their little humble town. Yeah.
0: Yeah, because yeah, there's shit going on everywhere. <laughs> well, that's a good point, really, because toward the end of the documentary, it, it, it's, it's stated that Elkhorn seems to have moved on a bit. From the Beast of Bray Road, and the town has, but the the tourists haven't. Yeah, yeah. The the town, they're they're done with it. Like, (laughs) it's not like Point Pleasant or anything like that, where they hold a a festival every year. Yeah, you know, it's it's like they're they're done with it. They want to move on, Mm. Um, and they still get people coming by trying to find the Beast, and and, you know, and all this sort of stuff. And absolutely. So, it's not a tourist town. No, not by any stretch. No, No. not not as far as they're concerned. I mean, it,
1: it does by extension, attract tourists who will literally drive up and down Bray Road of a night, you know, and pull over and try and, you know, hunt and spot stuff mm-hmm. and whatever, to the point where, you know, all the farmers along the road have set up like a neighbourhood watch. Yeah. <laughs> type, you know, type thing. So if one farmer spots someone on the land on their mate's yeah. land, it, they'll tell them, they'll be like, let's just say, no, you've got a load <laughs> of, you know, a load of kids on your land or Get whatever. Get off my land! Get off my land, you, you
0: bugger! Bugger! <laughs> bogger I'll, I'll set the hounds on you get off my land
1: yes, i can imagine exa- that exact thing maybe just with a bit more of an american twang yeah i reckon so maybe different accent maybe <laughs> different accent yeah, yeah.
0: We're, we're only going off our own uh experiences there yeah
1: exactly so. yeah I, I don't i can't do the wisconsin accent no no, no i'm not, gonna not even gonna try um <laughs> <laughs> yes yeah, so that, that kind of um that caps off the uh the, you know, the, the kind of the documentary and the the kind of um the origins and the you know the birth of you know of this uh this beast, um, and uh, yeah, as I said, I, I did find um a few sort of first hand accounts. A lot of them, like I say, are just pretty much you know the bread and butter type stuff that you would want. You know, they're on mm-hmm. their land late at night, they, they happen to look out you know onto their fields and. They see something lurching they see something running through and it's six foot tall and
0: that's the interesting thing it's a lot of over all these decades Mm. and this is what linda godfrey also says over all these decades all of these stories have the same format you know they have Mm. the same description of 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 the creature yes albeit that colors might be slightly different and that's why Mm. Certainly, one yeah. of the the people on the documentary says that they believe that it's not a paranormal thing and that it is a surviving um, animal with a surviving mm. population because there are different colours, different colours, heights, to it, yeah. and so it's breeding. Yeah, 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 exactly. There's yeah. more. There's more of <laughs> them. They're,
1: they're breeding. I think that was a, um, a cryptozoologist that they got. Um, I don't. Who I don't think was directly involved, um, but he went there to investigate because he heard of all the experiences or oh, whatever and then the, ended up having his the own guy one. with a
0: lovely tan the
1: guy with a lovely tan i don't i can't remember no. i can't remember what i can't i can't remember <laughs> he looked
0: like he'd be he looked like he'd had a bath in gravy he's <laughs> like oh, right okay <laughs> bit know. of oxo beef gravy yeah exactly come, come yeah. very brown
1: right okay uh, yeah. i don't yeah i, I can't say i remember that specifically he's, but he's yeah holiday in the sun yeah yeah well if he's a cryptozoologist he'll spend all his time outside wouldn't yeah, he so, beautiful you'd hope so that yeah. or it's dirt one of the two <laughs> but um but, uh, but yeah so um yeah i found one um one particular sort of first-hand account which i thought was um which was quite uh, quite compelling again I, I like the ones that go into the detail you know they, they tell you kind of you know who was there where they were they mm. give you all the little minute details that you wouldn't necessarily think to you know give in this type of you know Recalling of uh, in, in memory, you know, normally you just find, oh yeah, no, I just, you know, I just saw this this mm. big dog man, and they just concentrate on that, but they don't say, oh, you know, well, I was in this room in my house, or I, you know, it's all the little nuances to a story that I I sort of look at and think, yeah, okay, I'm more inclined to believe, you know, that one mm-hmm. than some of the others that just, you know, kind of waffle on for a bit of, uh, you know, sort of entertainment. But yeah, um, on. <laughs> this one that I've written down, I, I I hope it comes from a younger person um and you'll soon you'll learn why right
0: because <laughs> it was uh, when i first read it, I, I, got I, a bit it of, I got a bit of a face on at the moment like i thought it was that's weird. an odd
1: thing to request just you'll get you'll get what i mean when i when i get to the bit because <laughs> <laughs> if it's an adult
0: it would be weird <laughs> um, um am i gonna have to be ready with a bell mm, possibly Possibly, we shall see. Yeah, the uh, see how I take it.
1: Exactly. Yeah, the. (laughs) Um, The story comes from uh, Franklin, Wisconsin, Um, sometime between ninety seven and ninety eight. The 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 family involved had just moved to a brand new subdivision, um, which uh, in real estate is basically where a giant piece of land is split up into multiple plots yeah they're sold off and then people build on them yeah basically gotcha. um their, their house was the only one built at that time um and, and you know for a vast you know distance it was just
0: empty plots of just you know and, and then adjoining mm. farmland it's not what so it's, sparse it's not what we do here where a developer will buy a huge swathe of land and build break a load it into, of houses break into plots and then build all of houses and, and then, then sell, sell them, them. Yeah. yeah they build
1: them as they sell them sort of thing yeah um, so which like kind of say, makes sense. Yeah, absolutely. Um in their yard, um, or back garden for us Brits, <laughs> um they had a running creek. Um, and at the other side of said creek was uh, a brush, um, basically just a load of bushes and hedges and, and whatnot. Mm. Um and they also had an old style wooden street light. So it was okay. it was quite old fashioned, so it was wooden, you know, sort of wooden post, almost like lantern looking. Um, type street light and it. it Image that comes a to head for me is um, in that scene in ET. Yes. Yeah. 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 I guess so. Yeah, I'd go with that. Yeah. Mm. And uh, and this one cast a particular orange hue across the, Very across much the like the that. land. Yeah. Very much like an ET. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good callback. I like yeah, that. Yeah, <laughs> um, it was a warm summer's night, uh, and they were having a, a sleepover with um, with one of their friends. They had the lights off. And we're playing hide and seek. Oh. <laughs> that's why. I that's see. why I hope they're a younger I kid because if they were like our age, like you and I, had to, well, we wouldn't have sleepovers. But if you crashed up. <laughs> If you crashed at mine and we decided to turn the lights on and play hide and seek... I'd be like, well... I'd be like, that's probably the more concerning thing of this story than... The, the neighbours will start talking. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: Well, more so than they probably do already. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that, that, was okay. the, that was the... Out of all of this, that was the one detail that I thought, that's a bit weird. When, when was this?
0: 97. Oh, it's 20th century. Not quite the 21st century. Yeah. <laughs> well, I suppose yeah. they were still doing that in the 20th century. Yeah, true. So, yeah.
1: yeah, so that yeah so of all the things bring your own batteries
0: (laughs) yeah exactly yeah
1: (laughs) exactly right so yeah out of all of this that transpires that was the one thing that made you think "Mm, hold on a minute is this an adult account that's weird i hope it is (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) um so yeah so they um so the person that's retelling so there's two of them the person that that he's retelling this uh story um went out into their um sunroom um, which again for us in the UK is basically a conservatory, yep. um, presumably to hide, um, and they saw something um, crouched over, um, illuminated through the brush by the um, orange hue of the streetlight. Um, now this person has a 140-pound Akita um, wow. who, when it stands on its hind legs, is easily about six foot. Um and they could tell that whatever this thing was that they were looking at would dwarf their dog. Wow. 140 a hundred and forty pound Akita would did. be dwarfed by whatever they were
0: seeing. I mean they're big dogs anyway. Uh,
1: yeah, I know exactly. Yeah. So whatever they were seeing would dwarf this dog. Wow. From from what they've um yeah, sort of from what they've said. Um the the creature's um hind legs were thick and muscular, like a man's, but its body tapered at the abdomen and it had the head like a dog or wolf. Um, They called out to their friend, saying pretty much what any of us would say in that moment, what the fuck is that? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, But try not to make much noise. It's probably, what the fuck is that? (laughs) Um, The the two of them watched it for, you know, quite some time, about 30 minutes, basically just hunched over um, until one of their dads came in to see what they were doing. Um, by the sounds of it, they were up right past their bedtime. <laughs> they shouldn't have been up plain, hide and seek. This is why I hope it was that's kids. That's
0: <laughs> why you don't, don't bring your parents to those sort of parties. Well, and that, yeah. <laughs> yeah,
1: and that. Yeah, Mr. Buzzkill. <laughs> Time for bed. Yes, yeah, that's it. Um, so they asked their dad the same we're question. Play past the parcel. <laughs> exactly, yeah. Mr. Chilli and Ice Cream. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Um, so they they ask their dad um, what it was, to which he responds, "I I don't know," I, you know he's quite confused. He was just like, "I've I no idea." So in typical, you know, dad fashion. Um, he goes straight into dad mode, grabs his torch, and heads outside to you know inspect. <laughs> um, he stood on their drive um, and shone the the torch at what they were looking at. He looked at them momentarily before taking off into the brush but upright on its hind legs um, they likened it to um, a sprinter at the starting block so if you imagine when they're you know when they're sort of on all fours uh, just before they kind of launch into the
0: Spider-Man punch into
1: the, yeah kind of, yeah, to an extent I guess mm. yeah um, so that's how it was that's how it kind of was hunched over on there landed and as soon as he kind of shone the torch it was like huh and then pop, bolted yeah um uh their dad said that he could hear it splashing through their creek at the in sort of the edge of their property before disappearing further into the the sort of the the brush on the other side. Mm. Um uh and that was that th- that one I thought was the best one of the ones I yeah, found. Yeah, pretty cool. Um, mostly because there was a bit that made me laugh, but also just because <laughs> there were other details that some of the others didn't have. Yeah. Um you know, some were just like oh yeah, I'll send it on my porch and yeah, there was some red eyes looking at me and, and it, it could have been anything. stood up and walked off. Yeah. It, it could have been anything. Um, so I kind of discounted those. Um, now as of last night, um, I actually watched, um, I had the, the fortune or, or misfortune of, um, watching a, uh, feature film <laughs> that's free to view on, uh, on YouTube.
0: Oh, you were telling me about this before we, yeah. before we got in here
1: called, um, beast of Bray road. Um, no it's interesting because it opens by saying that it's based on a true story but
0: you haven't found the story there
1: aren't really any elements <laughs> there aren't any elements to it that kind of harken back to the, the bray road incidents the, yeah. they basically just used it for creative license gotcha um which which is you know it's fair game um that's, like, it's, that's like the
0: annabelle films saying it's based yeah, on yeah base, yeah more or less yeah yeah
1: um it's basically a, a low budget monster film. Um cool. it, it makes Sharknado look like, look Oscar worthy. Oh, brilliant! That, that it's it's delightfully shit. It's one of them <laughs> like good shit films. Yes. Um, I mean, I, love yeah, these I mean the acting, dear yeah. oh lord, um, Top notch. <laughs> It was made in two thousand and five, uh, and it is set in Woolworth County, um, you know, Wisconsin. You know, some of the actual real life people. Um, I was just filmed on location as well, was it? Or? Yeah, I not that they ever actually showed Bray Road from what I can remember. <laughs> but it was that it was like it was basically the Elkhorn town gotcha. like the, you know, the, the where people lived and like the the uh like tavern saloon bar yeah, type gotcha. thing, you know, the typical American kind of uh biker bar. Yeah right like shithole with like with a pool table and spit and sawdust type place yeah yeah that was kind of like the main focal point of the the film but yeah there there is a a character who pops up in it for about 10 seconds who i'm pretty sure was a reference to um like linda godfrey um the the animal control guy i think a a character kind of loosely based on him pops up again for just like a, a couple of minutes but um yeah otherwise it was um original material <laughs> in uh, excellent in quotation marks oh, i love these sort um, of films but yeah it was basically just a monster film so it, it i mean you could guess the ending i mean i think i guessed the ending that what was that about 20 minutes in yeah um i won't say what it was just in case you or any I others i will be watching it yeah in case you or any others 100%. like watch it but the the ending is is quite um obvious but yeah it's basically like a a, a low a low-key it's a typical story, you know, a, a, a sort of disgraced um, big city cop gets sent out to be a sheriff in some country bumpkin town in the, what was it, Bumfucker nowhere. Bumfuck nowhere, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> where he's like the new man about town and, you know, he's coming with his new theories.
0: and He's, he's coming like, in with his fancy cop from a fancy town, <laughs> you know from fancy Most of them, city.
1: Considering Wisconsin yeah. I don't think has that accent. Oh, no, they don't. <laughs> Most
0: of them did in I'm the... Just, yeah. <laughs> Or well, they certainly
1: come across with that kind of oh, like, "God no. damn boy!"
0: Oh god! Yeah,
1: it was, uh, yeah, yeah. It, it was. I mean, it was. It was bad. But we
0: like our cheese up here, and that's about it. <laughs> yeah,
1: exactly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. There was there wasn't a single like cheese farmer or dairy farmer in the film at all, and I was just like, "Come on, man! Like yeah. you're in Wisconsin." Wisconsin. <laughs> like, I can't. so that was. Uh, we
0: know. At least we know that. Yeah,
1: well, I mean, that was a missed opportunity. It really um, was. But. Um, but no it, it was good if you like monster movies and you like a good shit film yeah then it's definitely worth watching I mean it was only an hour and 6 minutes I think so it's it's a it's, oh, a, it's a short feature yeah. film um I didn't I didn't watch it thinking
0: I was going to learn something new well, I today. certainly didn't
1: watch it thinking I was going to learn something new <laughs> and I certainly didn't watch it expecting anything other than it was going to be uh crap yeah, I mean, my better half was um, sitting watching something else on her um, on her tablet, and we both laughed at the same point. But yeah. I'd, I'd sort of looked I'd, I'd laughed and I looked to the the side, and she just looked at me, shaking her head, laughing. So even she knew it was crap. Yeah, and she hates
0: those films. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, Sam, Yeah, my other half, she's the same. Sam. She's. But I think she was like more that.
1: laughing at me for the fact that I was um, watching it. Yeah, because when she cause she you know she got up and went to bed when it was still on. And she went, I can't believe you're still watching this. <laughs> and just walked off. Yeah. I was like, you know, it's for the content, babe. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> are you fucking martyr, you. Look, I know. I'm doing it for you guys. It's, it's, it's what I do. It's the kind of guy I am. Tell you what, though. This is why I love uh, Amazon Prime, right? Oh, yeah. Amazon Prime. Every now and then I'll go onto Amazon Prime and I'll find a really shit B-movie monster movie sort yeah. of thing. And I'll watch the trailer, and then when you go, you may also like this. I'll go down to the next one, mate. I will spend hours watching trailers. My watch list in myself because I, I love them. I love just how shit they
1: are. Oh, mate, they're fantastic. I mean, my watch list on Amazon Prime is made up purely of those. So I found, I found one which is about a priest that turns into a velociraptor. Yeah, (laughs) velocipasta. Velocipasta. That's it and i found that and i just thought that is just too shit to not watch oh, no, and so I, right. I added it to my but yeah. then as you say it then comes up saying people who watch this also watched and then there was i think there's one about a, a dickhead like this one yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly yeah. dickheads to give it to the end yes. <laughs> and then it was one that i think was one about a killer armchair Yes, the the sofa. That's uh,
0: yeah. from New Zealand. That is yeah. I've actually I've watched that. that one yeah. It's hilarious. It's so good. It's, it's so good because as people start dying, and his girl that's you know inherited this 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 uh. It's like a lazy boy chair. Yeah. She looks yeah, up. Yeah. She looks up at her window. At one point, and the chair is standing there in the window <laughs> watching her. Oh mate,
1: I've got to watch it. And there's one. There's like I think there's one called like Ghost Shark. Yeah. Uh, I think there's even one it's like Sharknado but Land it's, shark it's in the Himalayas so it's like snow shark snow sh-
0: yeah snow shark yeah uh, <laughs> uh, they're brilliant it's just all of it and I was just like yep add. yep add. there was one yep, add. there was one that I watched um, it was Nazis at the centre of the earth and oh mate, it <laughs> I think cuff have seen it that. was incredible it had um, it had Jake Busey in it
1: oh I'm watching yeah it had Jake oh, Busey if it's in, it. in it he's got a Busey in it I'm all in <laughs> More but it was living.
0: so good there's there's bits in it where it cuts from like the live action small studio Red Dwarf style yeah, sort yeah. of set you, exactly, to yeah. then like CGI but like I'm talking like PlayStation 1 CGI maybe PlayStation 2 CGI yeah. like if we, we did, did it oh, definitely <laughs> with our editing skills yeah if we did it there's one point where there's five characters walking in like so all the live action stuff then it cuts to this big hangar thing all the CGI and there's only four people walking <laughs> <laughs> they couldn't afford the CGI for the fifth one. Yeah, they couldn't afford the fifth person. So he got killed. He got killed off by none of them. Sins. Look like them though. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, oh, no, cut all the spoilers and everything. Um, Hitler survives. In and Antarctica. he's living. And he's living in the. He's, he's living. He's living in Antarctica. But which funny you say spoilers, but that's what people think actually happened. Which is why we're
1: not allowed to go to Antarctica. Yeah, because the Nazis are protecting it because that's where he was. I mean, probably not now. He'd be dead by now. But yeah. That's, they reckon you retreated there. Oh, mate, yeah. yeah. I could go into that. Yeah.
0: Operation Higher Jump and all of that sort of stuff. Oh, Absolutely we will. be incredible. Oh, we'll go over yeah. it at some point. Yeah, it's not. just like Hitler, yeah. Hitler survives as like a head in a jar, like Futurama style. <laughs> God. <laughs> and they've got to find the pure German DNA to to uh, revive. The, yeah, yeah. Make you over guy. here. Yeah. <laughs> to revive Hitler's head, even though he's Austrian. <laughs> <laughs> and then they put his head on a giant robot. <laughs>
1: <laughs> like, was it like Robocop 2 when yeah, the, they put the guy in the, um, oh, the I can't think what they call it now the, rope, the walking robot thing with the they put his face on the
0: yes yeah oh, remember? I can't think yeah, what I they called, what called it, it they but called yeah
1: it. mate it's brilliant I mean I'm sure there's one as just going well off topic but I'm sure there's one as well where I'm sure as a part of it was like Nazis on the moon or Nazis in space I'm pretty sure it's called like the Iron Curtain or oh, something no, no, like the,
0: that um, The, the, the Coming Race um, I don't know but they've got Iron Hitler.
1: Sky the... yeah possibly yeah I might yeah, it's be called INCA. that and they've got, yeah. I'm pretty sure they've got Hitler riding a dinosaur a T-Rex a T-Rex yes yeah, is, is that it yeah, yeah. <laughs> on the moon <laughs> on the moon yes yeah. that's it yeah no, that's what I'm thinking of yeah
0: <laughs> yeah, that yeah that's just... brilliant that's actually that's a comic book There's a comic book adaptation that's, that's hilarious the Iron Sky comic book and, and, right. and the film's coming after it because um, Iron Sky 2 has got Tom Green in it you're kidding. It's got Tom Green in it, yeah. i
1: not only use their second one. Yeah. <laughs> because how do you follow that? <laughs> but they've got Tom Green in it. Yeah.
0: Did you, like Dad, Daddy, would you, would you would want like some sausage? Did you like some sausages? sausages? <laughs> <laughs> you got to get inside the T Rex.
1: <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah,
0: yeah. laughs> oh man. I've got to. Yeah, I've got to start
1: watching something. Do you know, I think we should? You know, as an extension of the podcast, we should do a, a shit film review or something. <laughs> oh, definitely,
0: <laughs> definitely. I am so up for that. <laughs> we should do. We it. We each watch our own film, and then yeah. we come and we. Rev- yeah, we'd review and we do it. do a review of it. Yeah.
1: Yeah, guys, if you want to hear a bit of that. Yeah. Let us know if you reckon that's uh, something you'd want to watch. <laughs> if even if it's not, we're doing it. <laughs> yeah. Just get the mic We're doing it anyway. So, yeah. <laughs> <And> Tough. Yeah. <it? laughs> but this um, is for us. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> this is for our enjoyment. Yeah. Um but yeah, we went well off track there, but um yeah. but yeah, it was a um yeah, it was a delightfully crap film. Um but I would recommend anyone uh, watching it if you like monster films if you've been at all interested in the uh you know beast of bray road uh sort of accounts um you know which i certainly have and you know like i said at the start you know we've we've, we've had a bit of fun with this one and it's been nice to you know kind of look into something and you know and kind of uh yeah dive into it but it not be so full-on mm. <laughs> i mean i enjoyed those ones don't get me yeah. wrong i thought they were excellent you know we've we've had some you know similarly good you know you know reactions from you know sort of the listeners but um yeah it's nice to also just kind of go down and go down the easier a lighter road or bray road a a (laughs) Bray road very good pun intended (laughs) um so uh so yes i think it's probably all joking aside probably about time to uh jump off that off the fence yeah yeah um i
0: suppose i'll start go for it (laughs) um yeah what do you think like I
1: would.
0: Is there a duck in here? That <laughs> <laughs> like, wasn't me. <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> did you? <laughs> I did. <laughs> yeah. Did you? Did you heard? Uh, you heard that? I did hear that. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. It <laughs> might. It might be bad. It might be bad. Oh, I could
1: be. Yeah. I suppose it could be. One. Yeah. It was like? <laughs> we're not alone. <laughs> um Yeah. I, I guess again it's a similar response. I'm probably going to give on a lot of these but i it would be remiss of me to uh you know discount you know these accounts mm. but believe some of the others you know when you know there are so many similarities and so many similar origins and and you know kind of starting points and yeah I think for me um the, the bit that got me was the theory towards the end of the documentary although i was kind of already there anyway mm. um was the bit about the you know dimensional interdimensional you know sort of travel um in, you know and how they sort of pop up from you know one point to another seemingly undetected mm. especially because it fed into you know kind of where i landed on the you know the, the the bigfoot stuff yeah and then you've obviously you know you've got the fae you know elves and trolls and everything else who all seem
0: to it seems to be affirming that theory for you, really, doesn't it? Yeah,
1: I I would say so. For me personally, it's certainly helping, you know, with that, with the you know, the more evidence that he's you know, he's kind of thrown up and the more similarities there are with other, you know, civil beings. So, you know, does it lend itself to I think a point that um I made again in the way back in the Bigfoot episode, is that, you know, do they you know, do these entities take these forms, um, you know, based on what they think we will recognise or what we'll feel comfortable with or something that will disguise their, you know, true well, form. If that is their thinking, they're not doing very well not at it. Not doing great, admittedly. <laughs> but is are it... not particularly comfortable with what we <laughs> no. see. <laughs> no, but is it a, I suppose what I mean is like, is it, you know, is it a disguise for, mm. for what they actually look like? And this was the one, you know, the one that we see is the one they landed on. sort of thing so are they so essentially what i'm saying in a roundabout way is you know bigfoot dogman skinwalker beast of bray road everything are they all one of the same but they just take different take different forms maybe depending on where they are um so the culture the the location the you know Mm. i don't know the weather i don't know the the, you know the, the energy you know is there a greater energy in some places than others so they can manifest into a different that's a possibility. You know, a different form, a bigger form, maybe one that they've got more, you know, sort of control of as a as a theory.
0: You, I think you are onto something there with with, with your theory, uh, <laughs> simply because of how often these cryptids are linked with strange lights. Yes, in particular. Yeah. Now, it, this is my thinking with regards to, to to what you're saying. If you think about okay, going with like pop culture and stuff like this, so if you think about the the movie It. Mm. And Pennywise, yeah. So the Pennywise, the dancing clown, mm. is what is um, manifested. But when you see Pennywise's true form, it's mm. the deadlights. Yeah. Now the deadlights is what hypnotizes the people when they look in his mouth. Yeah, it's and It's the, sp- uh, the 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 three spheres, isn't it? That's right. Of, yeah. Yeah. So in in Stephen King's novel, the deadlights are Pennywise's true form. Mm. Now. If you take that as as the the possible theory that the true form of all of these various different creatures that, that we see that are interdimensional and you know, pennywise is interdimensional mm. um, then potentially the the lights that people see mm. around these these cryptids and yeah. around these creatures and such because they are often linked very heavily with strange lights, UFOs, yeah. um, odd mists and yeah, and the exactly, such yeah. then potentially the true forms are these are them, forms of light yeah. um that we know that light is also scientifically um a form of life and mm. light doesn't actually react the same the, the same way all the time sometimes it reacts yeah. like a wave sometimes it reacts like a particle <laughs> yeah. so when we're looking at like quantum physics and everything it's the the, the two slit experiment and that's yeah. what makes people well they came under the understanding that light Uh, reacts like a particle but also like a wave as well which is um, paradoxical really because how could it be both Mm. yeah Yeah, exactly yeah yeah. um so there is certainly a a world that we are trying to scientifically understand and something that we can't even really Mm. experience yeah exactly without the use of the scientific measures (laughs) yeah um yeah, exactly. So, yeah, I think you are onto something there with regards to um, these creatures having their uh, a true form, mm. and then when they sort of like the Matrix, sort of like the Matrix in the you know in the real world, uh, they they explain. I think Morpheus explains to um, Neo that when you go into the Matrix, you have what you've got like a, uh, an imprint of yourself within your mind, yeah, and within the Matrix, you are that. Mm. So that's why some people might be different in the real world zion and that sort of thing and then when they go into the matrix they look very very different yeah um maybe it's a similar sort of thing to that yeah maybe in their own dimension they have this true form this these these lights miss the then ball of light or whatever when they yeah. come into the material world they're they given are... a material
1: form yeah
0: and the form that they get given is
1: the closest to
0: what they are in their yeah, their own or imprint, mention, or in, even their own in their own consciousness, yeah. or, or something like that. I mean, yeah, it, exactly. Yeah, it,
1: <sighs> So that's kind of where I am. I guess. I suppose, in essence, I suppose. Short answer is yes. I believe that there is something.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Do I believe that it's as easy as you know, a bipedal, you know, dog man roaming the wilderness of you know Wisconsin and Michigan? Probably less likely. I think there's probably what more. You mean to it. like a like an actual like an actual creature that exists because blood and bones creature. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, I think there's more to it than you know than than that. Um, mm. in, in you know in that respect, um, and that's kind of that sort of theory, which I you know is not my own, but that's the one I kind of buy into. Mm. Um, certainly at the moment, and that's the one that I would kind of push forward on. You know, yeah. in, in terms of answering, you know, this kind of thing. So yes, yeah, so I'm, I'm more on the you know belief side, but with a slight I guess twist in my um, theory or my my belief in in why I think it's real.
0: Well, in I, that respect, I, I very I do believe that it's real, and I do believe that what these people are experiencing is real. Um, I, I've got a lot of time mm. for Linda Godfrey um, as yeah. a, as a journalist, as an author, as a researcher. Um, yeah, definitely. And what I like about her journey is that she started off as a skeptic you know, yeah, fully exactly. fully intending to completely debunk it, to find mm. that there's some abnormal uh, canine out yeah. there that, you know, is, is something that's different from what everyone else usually sees. And, yeah, exactly. and that she was going to solve it, which is yeah. probably a bit of hubris on her part <coughs> in her younger days <laughs> yeah, and whatnot. Yeah. But it, well, it's like, kind of what you want, isn't it? It's understandable. yeah, exactly, It's understandable yeah. as well. And and uh, I like what she said about, with regards to um what she saw on people's faces when they were recalling, these these encounters, and there is a a phenomena that where you are remembering something that's quite poignant. You are literally experiencing the same um, encounter as when you actually experienced it. So when you're recalling and having those reactions, mm. it's there. You are yeah. still right there. You're that, still in it. Yeah. There's actually brain activity that they've been able to um, map. Right. Um. That shows that people, when they do recount these experiences, and they have these same feelings, like they they yeah. visually go white, their palms become sweaty. There's, there's spaghetti on their sweater already, and all that. Joe, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I thought the exact same thing. I was going to break into I'm, it. I'm glad. I'm glad <laughs> you did. <laughs> yeah. But um, again, it's, it's in that book that I just you know recently read, yeah. um, The Awakened Brain. It, it there's so much neurology that coincides with these sort of experiences that people have yeah that it's real Mm. it's real it's not just in their heads they are actually experiencing something yeah it might not be fully material if it might not be blood and bones it might Mm. not be nuts and bolts that these people experiencing i'm not not just necessarily talking about the the bray road encounters i'm talking about high strangeness in general you know so um, abduction uh, mm. experiences and, and the such—they yeah. are actually experiencing these things, and yeah. to it's something that we need to actually start investigating because mm. we know that this stuff happens. So we know that there are strange lights in the sky. We know yeah. that there are these 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 cryptids are jumping about all over the place, willy nilly. Yeah, especially in <coughs> North America. Yeah, exactly. Um, we need to we need to start investigating the actual experiences that people are having. Mm. Um, and there needs to be less dogma around it. Not yeah. dogma, sorry, stigma. There needs to be less stigma mm. around um, people's experiences and stuff. Yeah, such. definitely. Um, yeah. Uh, as for the actual uh, dogman or the or the, or the beast itself, what when it's fleeing, mm. for me, that tells me that that's something that's got higher cognitive ability than most other animals that are out there, yeah. So like, or predators at the mm. very least. So like, like what I said about the bears. Yeah, the bear, bear will look at you. You come across a bear on a on a on a trail, and it'll, it'll give you a look. Oh, can I can I eat that? Mm. That's about it. That's all it's gonna think. And like, mm. if you make yourself big enough and scary enough, then it will run away. Um, Although I'd never try it no i'd run I'd, yeah I'd like, Fuck would, this. yeah but you could, yeah never run from a bear because it will chase you like a dog like a dog if you run it gets excited it's thinking, like, oh now i'm gonna get you <laughs> <laughs> you know i've got you on the back foot now sonny but and like with the cats as well like if they if they spot you on the trail they'll, they'll keep keep coming at you mm. and they, yeah. like they repeat this um only recently i think it was like, like last year or so um uh, a a mountain lion, a, a relatively small one, so like a ju- juvenile attacked a, a jogger and he ended up killing it. Oh he, wow. He strangled it. He he killed this cat. And he's lucky that it wasn't a full grown adult because that would have jacked him big time. I say strangled it, would you be like on a
1: fucking headlock on the he,
0: trail or he, something or pretty much. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I mean take
0: some balls like, to, like just to get that bloody close to the thing. Yeah, but it it had been stalking him and it, and it had right. ambushed him um right. so he thought yeah i'm gonna have a go at this um and the, the bloke done done the cat in thank for him thankfully yeah yeah but if it I was like my daddy
1: cat weren't too pleased
0: i would have hightailed it out of there quick well, he he's no longer running on that trail believe it or not yeah they've probably got <laughs> his scent and they're waiting for him. yeah yeah really. yeah they've got a, like a vendetta to, <laughs> yeah
1: to put forward um we've got wanted posters up around them <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> what of of this bloke that's just yeah. jacked If you him. see this gobshite, get him. <laughs> gobshite. He got Tiny Tim, get him. <laughs> he got Tiny Tim.
0: <laughs> but yeah, fuck that man. Yeah, fuck absolutely. that being ambushed by a mountain lion or something nope. like that. Sod that. I mean, nope. well done to him for fighting back. Oh, yeah,
1: absolutely are, yeah.
0: But um, yeah, they, like what I was saying before as well with like, with, with the mist, mm. heavily linked with other high strangeness and Yes. I was surprised, but also not surprised mm. to see that the Beast of Bray Road was being linked with this as well. Been linked with strange yeah. sights in the like strange lights and objects in the sky. Yeah, weird mists, um animal yeah. mutilations, paranormal sightings, uh, paranormal as well. sightings, yeah, UFOs. I mean, uh, what's his name? Uh, Lee uh, Hampel. Lee Hampel. Lee yeah. Hampel setting up the those trail owner. cans. Yeah, well done, mate. Yeah, well done because. From what i can gather it seems like the, the the residents know that it happens but they just rather ignore, ignore it. it yeah you know and they're not looking to try and investigate it or anything like that and well, i
1: guess I, it helped that he was new to town and you would not just you know not long bought the property or you know had only been there for maybe a couple of years so it was all still quite fresh for him so he maybe had a different reason to you know, kind of look into it. Mm. Whereas the residents who have maybe been there four or five generations, well, the, like Bray the Bray Fa- family, Bray family, are still there. They're just like, eh. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's what it is. Or they've just come to accept it. You know, maybe so. Yeah, but no, good on him for mm. finding and, that footage because it, it's really, really is interesting.
0: Oh, absolutely. There was definitely something going on. Mm. Um, certainly coming out of like North America in particular because it seems yeah. like we're, we're getting more and more investigations of this paranormal, not paranormal, sorry, high strangeness. Yeah. You know, so, but especially with regards to cryptids, mm. and UFO activity and yeah. strange lights and what is it? That's a thing. Like yeah. I, I can't even, I can't necessarily put my my finger on it, but I like the theory that it's interdimensional in mm. some way, shape or form. Yeah. Um. As to its purpose, <clears throat> I couldn't even begin mm. to, <laughs> no. to start with that. Like, what could it? The actual purpose? Is it just part of nature? Is it just a yeah. phenomena that that we don't understand? Like, yeah, I I don't even know where to begin with it. Um, no. However, it seems like you can't ignore it because no. whenever we do another episode, it comes up. <laughs> Something else crops up again. Something yeah. comes up to add to it. Exactly. And yeah. You know, it's it's not quite a synchronicity, and it's definitely not a coincidence. It's no. just, it's just, it's just there. adding to that big pinboard. Yeah. Adding more red screen. Exactly, yeah. You know? (laughs) Yeah. And it. it, one day we are going to find out.
1: I'm sure we will, yeah.
0: One day we're going to find out. And I think people will still dig their heads in the sand. Mm. There'll still be a lot of naysayers and everything else like that. Mm. But one day it's going to come to a head and we're going to find out exactly what it's all about. Yeah. And then the dolphins are going to shoot off and... Sing yeah. <laughs> So start, long yeah. and thanks for all the fish. Yeah, yeah. You know, and uh, yeah, I think it's something like that's going to happen.
1: Yeah. I reckon you're probably right. Yeah. You didn't <laughs> yeah. get that
0: reference, did you? Say that again. again? Did you didn't get that reference, did you?
1: No, oh, say it again. So reference. long
0: so long, and thanks for all the fish. No. He took no, his guide to the galaxy. Oh, Christ. Oh, no, man. Jesus, oh, yeah. All right. We'll Sorry. cut that. We'll I cut that. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. I
1: didn't,
0: no, I didn't, I haven't seen Hope, that for donkey's years. Hopefully someone else yeah. out there will get it.
1: Hopefully someone else will, yeah. Apologies for that, it was wasted. I, I've not I seen see that. The blank, I was
0: like, the blank look on your face. So was like, I was trying to work it out. Yeah. I like,
1: that sounded like a reference, but no, I've gone. No, <laughs> I couldn't think. So it's just like, yeah, sure. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Moving on. I'm trying to trying to work it out. I, you could probably pick up the cogs working on the, uh, yeah, yeah. On the mic. So, yeah, so apologies <laughs> for That's that. That's probably that
0: duck again. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that reference was. Yeah, no, that was
1: weird. That, <laughs> yeah, that was weird. Um, so uh, yeah, so I think that that pretty much wraps it up, doesn't it? Yeah. We're, we're sort of off the uh, off the fence, more or less, on the same side again. Um, yeah. maybe just coming from slightly different uh, angles, perhaps. But um, it just seems
0: like it just it's yeah. building up and building up. Yeah,
1: exactly. Um, and yeah, and as always, guys. If you know, if you've enjoyed what you've heard and you know you've got your own theories maybe your own experiences um you know maybe you're in wisconsin listening to this and you've had your own you know sighting or you know you know family that have or whatever then you know please do reach out or you just have an opinion on the episode you know reach out and let us know you know we've got um you know got the email address we've got we're on the various uh socials all under the the same uh same uh, tag um at Crypted Ramblers Podcast uh, on Instagram, Facebook, yep. uh, Twitter, even YouTube, where we uh, upload a sort of a, a video version of sorts of, mm-hmm. uh, of of each episode. So even drop a comment on on there if if uh, if you wish. Um, but um, otherwise, um, there we are with a uh, another episode. Um, I've been Callum, he's been Scott, <laughs> and we uh, we hope you've enjoyed it. Um, as we've as we've said it certainly has been a, a fun one to kind of look into and i know we've certainly had some fun with it oh, <laughs> hopefully yeah. that's uh translated on on this episode <laughs> and you know you guys have uh, enjoyed it as well um as always we want to thank our uh, patrons justin and james for their continued support and of course our new patron member um Anika. again i hope we're saying that right but uh, <laughs> yeah. correct us if we're not <laughs> um so yeah thank you and uh and welcome aboard um, and remember, guys, you two can uh, join the others in supporting your favorite podcast by heading to patreon.com forward slash cryptid ramblers. Um, another thanks again to uh, Hellfire Studios for um, homing us and uh, you know letting us continue to bring you this content. Go to hellfirecreative.com for info on all the services that they provide and hellfirestudio.uk to use our um, discount code cryptid for 20% off. Um, we also um, have our brand new merch store um, with the guys that buy that merch, which is uh, an extension of the of their clothing brand, which is SOS Clothing. Um, so just go to buythatmerch.co.uk, and you can search for us under the podcast merch tab. And um, through alphabetical order, thankfully, we are top of the list, hey. so you should be able to find us. Um, or yeah, go to buy that merch forward slash ramblers. Um, so, yeah, that wraps it up. It does It do. does. And uh, it's goodbye from me. And it's goodbye from me. And remember, there are horrors beyond life's edge that we do not suspect. And once in a while, man's evil prying calls them just within our range. H.B. Lovecraft. Love indeed. it. Excellent indeed. Yes. <laughs> I thought you that. Yeah, I like that. Excellent.